Hello, Tesla Nation. You're watching the Tesla Life live with your host, Mark Cutler. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh, we've got the sound effects rolling on high. Exactly, exactly. Welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Patrick, for that great intro. And Casey Quick on the uh, electronic clapping. He's right there. The morning zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's uh, it's a great day. Uh, we, uh, we saw the uh, Tesla shareholder annual meeting, which happened yesterday. Hello to Hockey Day and Derek, first in the chat mm -hmm. room. And... Uh, yeah, let's let's uh, in let's get to it. There's a ton of news, but first, let's introduce our co-hosts today. We have Mr. Casey Green joining us from South Carolina. How are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. I just got back from not just immediately, but just this week. Got back from the uh, service center in Savannah, Georgia. Because, ah. uh, how was that service. visit? It was one of the better ones. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly, I, I did not expect it would be and, and it was but uh we we put in a mobile ticket and it turned yeah. out that they needed some equipment that didn't fit in the, in the in the mobile rigs that we have here and uh so they redirected me to service and uh got there and got my second ever model x loaner which was incredible it was exactly one year older than mine same color different seat configuration the 100d uh got my ccs uh retrofit they got the, uh, the the reason we were there was um, the car was throwing a low coolant uh, message across the bottom of the screen, so they uh, refilled the coolant, got an alignment, so that hopefully I don't have another blowout. And I mentioned CCS, and then uh, the other thing that we had called them for was the um, the cover to the driver's side Falcon wing had been smashing itself to bits, so there were just big chunks of just metal just randomly. This this last time it wedged itself in the latch and, and the door wouldn't close so opened it removed the uh detritus and then it closed and uh they checked off everything on the box and and now i've got a ccs adapter so if anybody wants a chatamo adapter i have one available oh ah, okay so you're gonna there's no real need uh, in your in your area for a Chattamo at this point, uh, once you have a CCS. I, I, in adapter. my area, there are no standalone Chattamos. They all have CCS on them, so hmm. I could save some weight in the car. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Also joining us, Mr. Patrick Connor from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? Hello, I'm good. It's been nice and warm here. Lots of sunshine pouring down those kilowatt hours into the solar panels, as you can see. <laughs> hey. And uh, for, for our little... Oh, no. Did I lose you guys? No, there we go. For our little uh, Tesla adventure, uh, we just went down to the coast and uh, ah. had a nice trip there for the day. Uh, and uh, this, the city we went to had a supercharger, so it made that real nice and easy. And uh, walking along the beach, we saw harbor seals and uh, an eagle. And it was, a, it was a nice day at the beach. And uh, that's the nice thing about this side of town is... Uh, if it's hot here in Portland, you just head to the beach, and it's always nice and cool there. So uh, it's it was it was a fun day. Nice road trip from, in the uh, Tesla from the Portland area. About how many miles is it to the coast? Uh, it uh, fifty to eighty, depending on which city you go to. Okay. Yep. 
Oh, excellent. Speaking of sunny day, uh, now every 120 volt circuit in my house, except for the baby's room, the washing machine, the dishwasher and disposal and smoke alarms, is, is battery backed. And in fact, we're running on battery right now. Wow, <laughs> cool. Excellent. Yeah, we're not quite on battery yet. Give it another hour or so. <laughs> we're just yeah. running on sun, so we don't even need to. Our, our rate plan is a little weird. It's uh, You get a bonus for everything you export, and then you pay regular price for what you import. So I put the it on bonus. battery during the sunshine hours. <laughs> Yeah, is the uh, bonus better or uh, worse than what you pay? Is it net metering or better than that? It's net plus. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think okay, it's so the more <laughs> So the more you bank with them, the better it is for you. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And versus if you use it yourself, you don't, you don't pay them, but you don't get any bonus either. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, let's uh, let's get on to the news of the week, and of course, uh, the first bit of news is uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the shareholder meeting, which happens once a year, and uh, kicked off uh, just yesterday uh, at Giga Texas, uh, where they seem to have had a uh, kind of a show and tell out front uh, before you got into the uh, meeting space, and of course, uh, they had uh, all the models out there. Uh, including uh, a couple that were painted at Giga Berlin. So there was the two new colors that were out front, the uh, Midnight Cherry Red and the, the Quicksilver. Um, yeah, let's stop doing that. Why? <laughs> because That's their new cool. They have no plan to bring them here, so I keep bringing oh. them here. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just a tease. It just saves everybody a trip across the ocean to see what the color looks like in, in reality. Yeah, I, would I don't think I don't think they're shoving right. your face and it's saying, "See what you can't get." See, see. I don't know. You know, I got legacyitis, so <laughs> case is getting salty. Oh man! <laughs> and then of course they had the. It looked like the newest version of the uh, Cybertruck uh, prototype, uh, but uh, it was on a kind of a pedestal that was. Um, couldn't get near it so you were uh mm. the people that were there had to walk around the outside of it uh it looked like they were a good man it, probably a good 15 feet away from any uh side uh side of the vehicle so uh i've been nearly it, done or something it's uh it's something that they definitely didn't want anyone traveling over to it uh for sure i think that's the, the line for where you should stand to throw ball bearings isn't that what that was <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did it have the Texas rack on it? It did not. Ah, it did not. So it's probably a different vehicle. Right? I'm sure they have a few running around now. Very well sure. could be. Or maybe maybe they didn't get that one out of the mud. <laughs> Still in the sand with the cyber shovels. <laughs> they just left it. So forget it. It's too much trouble. Uh, get more of these buried, back home. Once it's buried in the uh, Texas mud, just forget about it. Send it to crash testing. There you go. That, there that's you its go. punishment. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, of course, uh, Elon got on stage, uh, started to discuss uh, some different... Uh, Before Elon got on stage, yeah. though, we had uh, corporate news. Okay. Why don't you go over some of the corporate news? Well, the only one that stuck out to me, because remember, I started late. Uh, I forgot they were on. Uh, was uh, JB's back. Yes. Yeah. And they agreed in. to everything that, that was in the agreement except for um, 
I think they they uh they that they decided they were going to do more frequent reviews of executive pay than Tesla wanted. That was the the the, the one item that differed, correct? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Jamie's back. Which which I thought was weird that they were trying to keep him out uh, uh some of the um uh, boring bonehead question people because <laughs> without him this company wouldn't exist the way it does today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know why there'd be any opposition uh, for uh, for JB not getting a seat on the board. Uh, I oh, no, like I, I get it, like Steve Jobs coming back or Elon coming back. You might have some reservations about the stability and the, the just the you know things are going to be a little topsy turvy. But JB, come on now. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty down to earth and yeah. uh, pretty straightforward. So. Not uh, kind of surprised there was any opposition, but uh, he got over the opposition and was uh, elected to the board. So uh, that's good as far as I can see. I wonder if this is the first step to uh, using more materials, recycled materials from Redwood. Would be fun. Tesla using them. I would think. I would think that. That's probably a foregone conclusion between mm -hmm. JB and Elon, and has been since JB left the company. I, I, I think I think JB's move to start up Redwood Materials was probably orchestrated by the both of them uh, long ago. Uh, they said, "You know what? We're going to need recycling in a big way, and mm -hmm. it probably makes sense for us to get out in front of it. We know we don't need it this year or next or within the next six. But after mm -hmm. that, we're going to need those materials. So why don't we corner the market and put an actual company in place that is their job to recycle and recycle effectively so Tesla has uh, an ability to grab those resources? Plus, when he left, it would, would have been a really bad time for extra distraction on, on, on Musk there. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see them buy it back because now there's a lot less uh, opposition to them buying stuff like there was during the Solar City days. Oh, I hadn't even considered uh, them buying them out. That's interesting. Yeah, I could I could see that happening. I don't see especially why he if he's a founder, though. <laughs> like especially if um, if uh, they start to uh, make inroads. Well, maybe maybe that would be a problem if they made inroads with other automakers that Tesla yeah. is to buy them out. That may limit uh, what they could actually, you know, provide to because some would not want to use the same supplier that is owned by Tesla. Right. So uh, this is this is a good point. That is exactly what they were concerned with is that he wasn't independent. I'm, I'm just he's a founder. Right. I mean, you're not going to get any any less independent than a founder. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's uh, move on to Elon getting on stage and talking uh, some uh, some yeah, updates. Fun stuff. <laughs> uh, he basically uh, started uh, with the Master Plan three and yes. uh, just kind of went into to, uh, almost restating it. Uh, you know, not with anything new. It was basically a recap of what they had talked about uh, previously. But he um, he did mention that since the white paper was released on the public website, that uh, there was no real opposition to the numbers that Tesla had proposed uh, to make, you know, basically the earth sustainable. Uh, how much, how much, uh, you know, terawatts of energy is going to be required, how much land mass it was going to use up, uh, the ability to allow heavy industry to uh, uh, use, 
hydrogen and other sources uh, to allow still to make steel and to go through the uh, the different uh, you know concrete uh, creation and things of that nature. How much is actually burnt, you know, uh, as the world? Uh, what the United States would require to do so. It really, um, I think um, he just wanted to let people know that the that Tesla was has been pretty close with the numbers uh, that they came out uh, for this plan, and uh, because of the the lack of uh, opposition to the numbers that Tesla has published, uh, he just wanted to let the crowd know that you know they're they're on track and a sustainable future is going to come. He basically indicated that this is something that we will get to if we do not become compliant. What if kind we of just, future would that be? That would be Patrick's future. <laughs> but a future uh, free from fossil fuels, yes. <laughs> of course, he couldn't mention that because Patrick has that patented, and uh, that would be a problem. I'll, I'll, but, I'll give him a license. <laughs> the, the, the only real opposition I've seen to it are, are, are um, aside from the seat of the pants, this doesn't feel right, just loudmouth, have been uh, politicians and people who are uh, part of the fossil fuel uh mag, mag, mangate uh, oh yeah if if fossil fuels uh pays your mortgage you're going to be like that's a horrible plan i don't even yes. know uh, what i don't like about it other than it doesn't pay me i hate it <laughs> it must exactly. be wrong <laughs> uh, and then the, then all the people who actually are of the scientific or mathematical background the only opposition i've seen there is that they just didn't think that uh they could get everybody on the same page but they didn't disagree that uh that, that the numbers do work out if you actually have just a slight little bit of willpower to it. Right. The thing that I liked about this is when they did the Master Plan 3 reveal, I don't remember how long that event was. Two and a half hours? Three hours? It was way too long. Yeah. And, and uh, this... Oh, that one was four hours. Four, <laughs> yeah, crazy long. This took all those highlights and boiled them down into a nice, you know, five-minute presentation. And, Fifteen minutes, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was... It was uh, and from that perspective, you, you got the message um th there were some some he hit the the highlights it's not we're actually going to be mining less than we are today so for everybody who's like oh you have to mine all this stuff to make these materials for batteries and other stuff uh this gets us to if you're using fossil fuels it's mine and burn which means you're mining forever whereas mm -hmm. if you go to batteries it's mine build recycle build and, and every iteration of that recycle, you have um, better refined materials, more advanced technology that use uh, less materials each time it goes through. So it, it, it's, it's the right path. It's the one that actually gets you to sustainability, unlike the one that we're on now. So you're just a lot of little points like that all just hit boom, boom, boom. And I thought it was And the so recycling is better. elemental. It's like these these are elements. When you melt them down, they turn back into what they were. It's not like right. recycling paper and wood where it gets worse every time you do it. Plastic, even worse. You can only do it once. Yes. At least wood, like, you can do it a couple times. Yeah, and it's not like fossil fuels where it goes out of a tailpipe and you can never yeah. see it again. Except <laughs> never when, see it again. Yeah, except yeah. when it comes back as a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> And then the uh, the other thing that uh, he touched upon, of course, with the master plan three is is battery storage. That mm -hmm. is that is the key element of this that uh, both supplies the cars, allows them to drive, uh, and also stores the excess energy collected by solar or wind or other renewable sources. 
uh, and then holds it uh, for use uh, when it when the sun's not shining and the wind's not blowing. Mm -hmm. And he indicated that, of course, the bottleneck that Tesla sees at this point for all of that uh, right now is the refinement of of lithium. Mm -hmm. It's not not the mining of it, not the collection of lithium. It's the refining to get it into a, uh, a formula that can be used in the battery packs and not degrade the battery packs. So if you don't have the proper formula, you've got a battery pack that will not be superior, will not be able to go the number of charges uh, that Tesla currently does. And of course, uh, would uh, limit the battery's life uh, and with uh, with with a formula that's not quite optimized. So it's important to do so. And he indicated that they've been talking to many industry players and they realized that no one was moving uh, to get uh, refinement uh, going. So Tesla's decided to pick up that ball themselves and uh, start developing uh, more procedures and try to get uh, the refinement of lithium uh, similar to what they've done with other sub-industries, uh, streamlined. So it's quicker, more effective, uh, and cheaper uh, to do. So, And I imagine that they will share that information with others uh, as time goes along because it benefits Tesla if others get into that same game and uh, is able to produce that uh, refined lithium at a faster rate too. So this is a kind of discovery for them. The Corpus Christi... Uh, location is going to be a discovery uh, for Tesla to see if they can actually refine it cheaper, faster, better. So that's that's where they're heading. Right. Like they it, were like able to introduce steps too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were able to drag the entire auto industry kicking and screaming into electric vehicles. So now they can drag the lithium industry into uh, more refining and better processes. Speaking of dragging the entire industry. <laughs> Uh, Cybertruck is going to be uh, 48 volts as well as all the rest of the Tesla's going forward. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. And he talked about the savings in copper. Uh, mm -hmm. That uh, just from that, he said copper's obviously not going anywhere. He said there's lots of copper to be had. Uh, that's not the issue. But of course, uh, if you can reduce the amount of copper that you use inside a vehicle by three, four, or five times, then, uh, of course, the savings are there. Uh, the car becomes lighter. It gets more range. And uh, overall, the cost is cheaper. So it's just uh, why use uh, certain things? Because the industry has used them for 100 years. Right. And no one has gone beyond that because they said it's too hard to get the suppliers to change. So they don't even try. Whereas Tesla is like, Oh, we can't get the uh, the seat manufacturer to uh, you know make a more comfortable seat at a, a cost competitive price. We'll build the seats ourselves. We'll build the plant right beside it, and we'll start shipping them through a tunnel right over to Fremont, and we'll be selling them <laughs> in the car. So that's that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that Tesla does, and uh, yeah, last, I'm not surprised that this this vertical integration continues and will continue. The last two times we did this was the 24 volts for heavy industry, and from six to 12 volts for everything else. So over a hundred mm -hmm. years. Right, yeah. Mark, you make a really good point that uh, there are probably going to be some components that they can't get uh, some supplier to make and so they'll do it themselves. 
and until and they, they say, I want that. And then somebody else right. will start building it. <laughs> and then they'll boot, that'll bootstrap the industry. And then they'll get to a point where everybody can switch over and uh, just uh, ride Tesla's coattails into a better solution. And then I also like the point you made about how now it'll take a third or a fourth of the amount of copper right. for all the wiring in a car. So that means if you have a car that's, you know, 15 years old and, and gets recycled, the copper that comes out of that can make three or four cars now. Right. And, and only that, but cool. the, the, the equation on obtaining uh, automotive grade, wiring grade, computer grade copper is the same as lithium, except that you can't, well, you can, but not as easily just, you know, do some desalination of, uh, of seawater to get uh, copper. Uh, copper is a little bit harder to obtain and, and uh, there's more of it, but so the process is it's not as, as simple as, as lithium. And, and, and so that, that alone will help keep the cost down. And, and as Patrick said, you use less of it per car. It means you can make more cars with the same amount. Right. It's kind of funny. Lithium was a byproduct of many other um, refining processes. And in many cases in the past, a decade plus ago, it was thrown away because there was no market for it. And uh, now it's like, yes, please give us more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> refined, though. <laughs> yeah. He had a little bit of medicine and some button cell batteries. And then what else did he use it for? Just throw it away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then moving on, uh, I guess we can talk about this as we're talking about lithium mining, is that uh, it was brought up in both the Q&A uh, and uh, during the presentation itself is that um, Tesla has decided that they're going to provide a third-party audit uh, oh, for cobalt. Even mm -hmm. though, of course, they're not using a lot of cobalt, um, Elon had indicated that the majority of their vehicles' battery packs are LFP, uh, which uses zero cobalt. But yep. he said, uh, we don't want anyone to believe that this uh, this cobalt that we do get uh, is being mined illegally or on the backs of children. And therefore, we will uh, submit to a third-party audit and... Uh, Make sure that that's not happening. In fact, he said we'd even set up webcams at the at the mining. If anyone sees any children, let us know. But uh, you know, I, I think that's a joke. That part of it. But they oh, are serious. They are joke. serious about the audit and having yeah. a third party do the audit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although, if he does do the webcam and you see kids there, make sure it's not bringing your kid to work day or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your kid to the mine is not a good work day. Uh, no, probably. They're not <laughs> digging in the mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're just showing them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, what else we got? Uh, they uh, broke into uh, discussing, of course, the big question is Cybertruck still? on time and the great answer was yes we are still moving towards uh the end of the year deliveries uh we heard last time about the delivery event at the end of the third quarter elon didn't say anything about a delivery date he didn't say it but he did say deliveries happening later this year it's so like the model mm -hmm. three you're gonna get like up to 30 of them at christmas time and then the year ends and then, you know, you can get one that, that, that's been ironed out. And it was kind of cool that uh, a few videos that they showed during the presentation, you could see a group of Cybertrucks. It wasn't just one. There was like uh, four or five and six uh, in the background of some of the videos that were shown. And I'm sure that was on purpose as well. Uh, because uh, that, uh, and we got another video, I'm sorry, another 
uh, photograph from the drone army over Texas showing a, uh, a gig of casting uh, for the Cybertruck because it was so large. People are saying that that's the only thing it could be for. Like, And they, they plopped them right by the back door and kept the door open. So obviously <laughs> they wanted the news out from the drone army and uh, that was definitely done uh, recently. So uh, it looks like you know, obviously a mega press is up and running. One of the two that are there is absolutely uh, punching stuff out. And uh, it's good to hear that Cybertruck is is currently on time. One of my favorite Q&As was uh, finally the Performance Model X is actually going to get the performance modes. Uh, somebody's like, what about track mode for the Plaid X? And Elon's like, oh, uh, Plaid already has track mode. And, and they're like, right, not the bus. It doesn't have any of this stuff uh, that, that, the, that the other right. performance yeah. have. <laughs> Elon seemed to be surprised it didn't already have it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like, who who, who didn't do that? Look, look at the room. <laughs> you got people diving for cover right. under the chairs. But uh, And after, of course, the Cybertruck, then Elon broke into uh, some high-volume vehicles that he spoke about. He talked about two new vehicles that he wanted to stress. We haven't been sitting on our hands. These yeah. things are actually uh, designed, uh, and we're going to make them, uh, and I think you're going to love them. And then on the screen, it showed a silhouette of – like a Model 3. <laughs> Model 3 or a smaller Model Y uh, mm -hmm. looked like uh, was in a silhouette. And uh, he had indicated that uh, – that he believes that both these vehicles uh, together will be pumping out about five million a year. Um, so, if it's if it's like the last presentation, uh, there was this smaller vehicle, and then we believe some sort of van or bus uh, was the going to be built on the same platform. But um, he didn't show any photos beyond the silhouette. That was it. He didn't even really talk about the second vehicle. But he did indicate that both of them together, about $5 million a year is what they're aiming for. And uh, we had heard uh, from others that uh, the Mexican site, uh, which they talked about, that was uh, – they didn't talk about building it or if it was starting or what day it was starting. But they did talk about that um, that plant was one of the uh, the high-volume plants uh, that was going to be used to, to make some of these vehicles. So – yeah, I, I kind of got the, the implication that some of it was happening this year. And if that's the case, then I think it's just Project Highland or whatever the uh, Model Y version is. But if there was no date on it, then then I think it's Model Next and, and, and the other one that was under the cover. Unless he thinks it's the robot. But... <laughs> well, that, of course, was the next uh, thing was the, mm -hmm. uh, the dance of the robots showed up. Uh, Optimus, uh, which has lost the name of subprime, I noticed. It's now it's just Optimus. <laughs> so uh, obviously Elon's feeling better about what the robot's abilities are. And of course the video showed some of his dexterity, uh, showed uh, a number of uh, robots wandering around the office. Uh, looked like a gang, really. A gang of Terminators rolling around the office. Let's <laughs> get back to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, a, couple, a couple of um, extra videos showing the dex dexterity uh, of the... Uh, of the actuators uh, being able to feel an egg, not crush it, but in the other case, they're able to push harder on things if it's not an egg. Uh, showed some of the hand movements 
uh, its ability to slot things, uh, to pick items up, uh, to reorganize them and put them in other boxes. And uh, Elon had said that uh, he's extremely pleased uh, in the uh, team's ability uh, to push the robot's abilities forward every time they show it. So mm -hmm. uh, that's, uh, that's a plus. And of course, again, forward, uh, forward looking, uh, saying that how many robots are people going to want? You know, that does at least two, one, two, <laughs> is there going to be some that want 10? Um, that, you know, he says there's, there's going to be, you know, 5 billion of us on earth. Uh, is there going to be an equal amount of robots? Maybe. So he's going, I can't see the, the robots not being the most profitable part of Tesla in the future. Uh, because just because of the sheer crazy volume numbers we're talking about, uh, if uh, everybody uh, wants a robot. So again, I, forward statements, I realize, uh, but uh, Elon's never shied away from saying what's coming in five, 10, 20 years. So uh, this yeah. is this is what he's saying for the robots. Next, I mean, it's uh, going to do well. I, just, I don't know how long it's going to take to get there. Yeah, I, I was impressed that it's almost as as as, as agile as my tablet. And he it also made the, didn't he also make the point about the robots? He wanted to talk about FSD and say that yeah. you know remember, the software we're writing for the cars is also going to be used for the robots. So we're saving time uh, by building it for both uh, as we go through the throes of FSD beta and the car's ability to use it. So and they, they showed a couple of videos of the robot with it uh, sensing its uh, its environment uh, and the hard objects objects and things to avoid uh, in it through its uh, video cameras. Yeah, and Anaki that brings up a point um, that Elon tried to distance himself from for a moment just because it is, it's approaching toddler level. But I mean, you know that's what it's going to be for. Like, like if you can send a thousand robots, uh, versus 100 people, it's, it's gonna be easy. Oh, yeah. Um, you're going or, to or send both, yeah, yeah, do both, but like S send the robots first, have them yeah. get stuff ready, and then have the people go. <laughs> they don't need to breathe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can handle the harsh environment a lot better than people, exactly. And they complain a lot less, <laughs> but uh, at this point, anyways, and you don't need to bribe uh, them. <laughs> <laughs> When yeah. AI gets to the point that it just can complain, we're all in trouble. Yep. <laughs> that's yep, my that's, job. That's, don't get to that's, that. that's a warning sign right there. The, the robot starts complaining. Yep. Speaking of robots complaining, that was part of uh, something else Elon mentioned is that uh, he is not going to be stepping down at, at Tesla. He, they need more uh, under the thumb from him. And then it uh, came out that, uh, that he's micromanaging the hiring again, down to the point where Mm -hmm. uh, this wasn't brought up there. This came out separately. Uh, even even contractors need to be approved by him personally first before they can get started. And a company of tens of thousands worldwide. So we'll see Do how they have one hundred and thirty thousand employees. Yeah, one hundred twenty six thousand. Right. Yeah. Yep. We'll okay. see how well this works out. It, it never has in the past with him. <laughs> if anything, it'll slow hiring down, and maybe but that's but, his goal at this point. That's probably exactly what he's going for. Yeah. But that's also when we end up with these like cross the board 10% firing everybody, even like the only mobile tech for a whole region. <laughs> not, and not because he was doing a bad job, but just because 
his number came up, which was next. Uh, he <laughs> opened the floor to uh, Q and A uh, from the audience, the shareholders that were there, and uh, we got some interesting questions and answers uh, from that. Uh, first one that popped up, uh, or close to the beginning, uh, was that um, uh, a gentleman had said, he said uh, he had made the case for advertising. Yeah, Kevin came up and, and, and Elon apparently Kevin, didn't realize yes. that he wanted advertising, even though we've all been telling him for 12 years now. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was Elon at the end going. Well, if I read between the lines from the uh, the amount of applause for that, uh, it would seem that everybody wants some advertising. So right. he he promised that uh, they're going to do a little a advertising. Little. <laughs> That's all he said. A little. So uh, but maybe if they're buying ads from some of these places, they'll stop attacking their their customer. <laughs> well, where do you think he's going to put ads? It's, it's, it's not very hard to guess. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're going to go on Twitter. It would also make sense to put it some of the other places. So, so some of these organizations would have reason to shut shut up. <laughs> uh, I exactly think we're going somebody... to put this out as a Twitter poll uh, on yeah. our Twitter account at the Tesla Life. But my thought is that he shouldn't bother with Twitter hardly at all. Um, He's already got I the think, market covered there. I think he needs to go to the places where people are unaware of Tesla. Right. You know, right. I, I think he has people to go to the mass market. For all of them, know, because the people that are in gas. social media or some of social media, yeah. they already know about Tesla and they probably own one. So it's it's not right. effective advertising as far as I could see. He's got to go places where they're not. Right. Well, his new Twitter point. CEO is, is an advertising executive, so hopefully she can point him to some effective ad buys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was actually, actually that was funny. He, he kind of made the comment of here I am, I don't like advertising, but yet I own a company now that is completely advertised base based. He's dependent so, on it. Yes. Yeah. He's going, so you know, I'm kind of saying I love ads and I don't like ads. It's kind of doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. So yeah, I was pretty disappointed that he said, sure, we'll do some ads. Um, I know we've talked about how Tesla has demand levers and advertising is certainly one of them, but it doesn't seem like they're at a point where that's what they need to do. Right. And I, I hope it's more like what he said a couple times ago in the past mm -hmm. where it'd be more of like a, 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 an education campaign rather than, Hey, come buy this thing because they, right. they, they don't really need to sell anymore right now. They, they just need to yeah, get so steady where they are. Yeah, that, exactly. So they need to do an ad campaign that is unlike the way any other company would do ads and not just sales. And um, so it'll be interesting to see what they come out with. I think a cross between the, the early Nissan Leaf ads and the GM EV1 ads, they were more because they knew nobody was going to buy an EV1 because it wasn't for sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were almost anti-selling. Uh, in some cases, yeah. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because um, those ads were kind of quirky uh, yeah, in they the were, beginning, yes. right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny, here in Ontario, the Ontario government, which has been pushing EV adoption, has put out an ad uh, for Ontarians uh, that is completely wacky. And I'm going to send it to you guys so you can take <laughs> a look at it. I'll put it in the notes. I'll put it on Twitter. Uh, okay. And you guys can react uh, to this Ontario ad. I think they just wasted their money, but that's just me. I'd like to see what you guys think of it. So <laughs> I'll get that out to you. And of course, uh, you watching the show, 
uh, you can get that ad on our Twitter feed uh, at any time. I wonder if it meets the goal that you were talking about, where it appeals to people that haven't already got the message. Since it doesn't appeal to you, maybe it appeals yeah, to them. That, that <laughs> maybe or, is the case. Or maybe enough to get your Facebook uncle to stop saying, see, see, these things always catch fire, and the battery is going to need replacement before your warranty is up, and blah, 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 <laughs> blah, BS that doesn't make any sense. And I didn't think it through. <laughs> Next, while you, uh, wait, wait, before we while you mentioned uh the haters there for a moment in the, the uncle thing uh there was I, I saw an article uh on sunday that was talking about a, a tesla crash and they made all kinds of horrible assumptions in this article that assuming it was on fsd and they had a link to the police report and so i, I went and looked at that and there was nothing in there that said they were on FSD, Jeez. and and so so I, I wrote a reply, talking about how you know this is sad, um, but crashes happen, and the, the the thing that FSD is trying to solve is that humans are just generally bad drivers, and if we get to a point where this can uh, replace humans, the, the casualty rate is going to drop significantly, and. Um, and how right now it's beta. You should not trust your life to it. You need to be at the wheel, paying attention, ready to take over at any point in time. And the so so I wrote that comment, and then um, it, it went to moderation. It didn't get posted right away. And so I, I went and I checked the next day, and they had modified my comment and like reversed everything. And when, when uh, and 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 uh, yeah, and and made it so that that it looked like. They, they took my comment and just made it sound like I was agreeing with him and bashing on FSD. Wow. And I, I was just like, what a horrible, horrible website. And I'm not going to even say the name because I don't want to give them any clicks. Yeah, I mean, at the uh, very least, you, you you just don't post the person's post. You don't yeah, change their post. Yeah, it's their, it's their blog. They can, they can it, it is, post or, or not post what they want. Yeah. But to to take my stuff and plagiarize it and, revert, and, and, and make it look into a lie, uh, that's just, that's unethical. Wow, I hope yeah. I hope you I hope you make a little blog post on your own blog, right? <laughs> uh, Carswithcords.net and show the two differences. That would be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. Another another yeah. point on that same one that's not in the shareholder uh, brief is that uh, Green the only found evidence that Tesla is starting to analyze uh, alertness. They're they're looking yes. to see if you're drowsy. They're, they're watching how many times you yawn and uh, if you're if you're drifting in the lane or leaning over in the seat. Uh, they're not yet doing anything with it. But I can see the next step being, hey, uh, just like you see on some Mercedes and others, like, hey, you should drink coffee or you should pull over and take a, take a quick rest. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's even without autopilot, right? That's, that's right, something right. That's just, outside of Anything it. with the camera just watching you. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that'd be interesting. Actually, there should be a should be a little score clock and you get like negative one shows up in the corner. It's like, why do I have a negative five in my corner? You click on it, it's like you fell asleep five times, my friend. You're lucky you're alive. <laughs> you're lucky you're alive. How many times we saved your life count? <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody suggested that that when it sees that, it should amp all the safety features up uh, beyond the normal values, <laughs> or, or just or just drive you home and park it, <laughs> and it won't, it won't turn on anymore. Uh, yeah, next eight uh, hours later, I'll start. Exactly, second. exactly. Put you in, uh, put you in uh, Tesla jail for half a day. <laughs> it's like a toddler. It's nap time for you, Mister. That's right. That's right. You're locked in. Sorry, you blew it, my friend. You blew it. Next, uh, he talked a little bit about um, 
a question came in about next gen roadster and uh, his comment yeah what happened to that who's who's in charge of that <laughs> and uh, of, that? uh of course he 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 kept things light he said basically design is done this year uh if not now and uh he believes that they're going to go into production as of next year so it's another year away for those waiting for the roadster and uh that's All kind of unfortunate um i realized that thing on the cake. <laughs> they, he's talking that this is a this is an extremely low volume car but i think what it symbolizes is more than its low volume this is a car that's going to take the world by storm as a supercar. This is yeah, a car really. that's going to blow away all the other gas cars. And I think that uh, that needs to be out front. It's it's yeah. another free advertisement for them. All yeah. those crazy magazines like Motor Trend and, and uh, Car News and the world of cars, they're all going to be beating down their doors trying to get a hold of one of these cars to test it out on the track and to drive it, to test the handling, compare it to all the other $202 million cars. It, yeah. it, and I think it's 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 a it's a wave of great PR for Tesla, and I think it's far too long. Uh, we should have that car on the road. It's it, it should be something that's a bit of a priority. Again, I understand it's low volume, but they should be able to make that fairly easily then because there is such a low volume. Even if they have to have a have a um, a line that's mostly by hand, great. You know, you're going to, you're only going to put out a few thousand models uh, to start with, so make them as good as you can, and uh, let's start getting some of that PR rolling. And he reconfirmed right. the SpaceX package. Mm-hmm. I think this is a better use of their time and resources than ads. It's it's going to get them a lot of press. It's a halo car. It it puts the ultimate smackdown on on gas vehicles. So this is this is a way better way to get their message out, in my opinion. If if they're going for uh, traditional advertising, I agree. If they're going for the education campaign he talked about in years past, then I'd say they're probably a wash uh, as far as which one is probably about equal. Yeah. Well, one will be way more exciting. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what you need is enthusiastic people. And this is going to grab uh, car folks and and get them to say, wow, Tesla's no joke. And uh, really to, I mean, it's, it still gets dismissed by a lot of folks. And when they're when they're putting down the numbers that the Roadster is going to be doing, you can't ignore that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say, I'd say kids, Zaki Day. Moto has like... Uh, 30 Matchbox cars. She's got a larger fleet than me. <laughs> <laughs> Next, uh, they talked a little bit about insurance. Uh, the rollout is incredibly arduous because of the paperwork that has to be followed with multiple states, but they indicated that Florida is coming out next, uh, and it will be this year, but uh, it sounds like uh, they're running into bureaucracy uh, when trying to roll it out. So uh, it is what it is, uh, and they're just uh, having to get through the paperwork. Florida will be next. Yeah, when I was looking at the uh, states to move to, um, my insurance uh, company suggested I, I do not keep Florida on the list for any reason whatsoever, that uh, if there was an incident, my fault or anybody else's, one, uh, that they would fix it and then they would let me go. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, Florida could use some insurance attention. 
<laughs> well, yeah, Florida's also been having issues with other types of insurance, right? Homeowners insurance, flood insurance. There are many things that Florida is facing in this climate crisis, uh, which is detrimental to insurance companies and, of course, the people that own that insurance. Uh, there's, there's a crisis that's coming. Uh, so because, gamble. I bet yeah. you something's going to happen. We bet you not. And if you both agree that something's going to happen, then, then there's no point in selling you the policy. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah. Right. Time, time yeah. to leave. Insurance yeah. companies don't like to pay. And in Florida, they're going to pay. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Next, um, uh, he was asked a question about, uh, is there an RV planned in Tesla's future? Yes. And uh, he indicated, no, not at this time. Uh, but he went off on a tangent about the Cybertruck and how it's an excellent camp vehicle uh, that points. can be used. So uh, he talked about uh, the ability for the Cybertruck uh, to be modified. And of course, that's what this new attachment points, uh, they're called, that uh, I think we saw a little bit of that at the lithium opening of the uh, Corpus Christi location where they had those those black um, sidebars on, on it uh, across the roof as well. There's some sort of attach points in the bed or around the bed of the uh, Cybertruck. Yeah that they're going to be sharing with third-party um, groups uh, so that accessories uh, can be built for the truck. And uh, that includes uh, camping items uh, as well as others. So didn't like get into vehicles. any – Yeah, didn't get into a, a lot of detail, but yeah. um, he indicated that that's what they're building for the, um, uh, the third-party guys uh, so that they can use these things uh, as well. So – not unlike uh, what they talked a little bit about with the 48 volt architecture, that there's going to be some, um, I guess, some guidance that's going to have to be given to third party manufacturers as well, based on the 48 volt system that Cybertruck will have uh, upon launch. That's exciting right there. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, that was. Cybertruck's no plan. <laughs> So that, yeah. that's that's the, the basic. He also reiterated about the Cybertruck because there has been some speculation in the press that um, it's not going to be an exoskeleton. Elon had said, again, during this presentation, it is definitely an exoskeleton truck. So it's like an airplane, but you know, they're not they're not hundred percent uh stressed skin, like like the skin isn't supporting everything, but if you take away an airplane's stress skin, it loses a significant uh portion of its capability yeah right so and that's that's correct uh, hockey day i really hope that they have some sort of snowplow uh yeah. for us northerners it's <laughs> it's something that's going to be required uh hopefully the truck has been designed uh that it can do some of these things that other pickups currently do and i would think uh, snow plowing is going to be a big thing uh, could be a big thing for uh, anybody uh, in the northern states or, of course, Canada. He also kind of kind of was aiming to cushion our ideas on the cost of this thing. So uh, the, the plaid version is going to be ridiculous, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's about the, the basics of the uh, meeting that happened uh, yesterday. Uh, we're going to take a look at a couple other stories this week, uh, not as as many as we normally do, since we've used chewed up a lot of our time on the meeting. But uh, one stuff. one thing that uh, I felt was kind of important uh, was the uh, Tesla referral program. Of course, is back. 
Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. And uh, Cybertruck has been added as a raffle prize uh, for the um, uh, for the referral program, and uh, that's only in the U.S. Uh, but uh, a bonus was that Canada was excluded from the referral program until last week, and now it's been added. So uh, now everybody cool. in Canada has the option as well as the U.S. Yeah. So and when we uh, say it's back, we're saying back for vehicles because it never really went anywhere for, for various versions of solar and power wall. Mm -hmm. But uh, you, you now get credits instead of uh, a number of referrals, and it's kind of got like a like a little shop, uh, so you can decide what you want to use your credits on. You can you can buy supercharger miles, you can buy accessories, and uh, you can buy road, was it a roaster uh, something? No, you can buy FSD, and it was a whole hell of a lot of thousands of points because <laughs> uh, you got to make up fifteen thousand dollars of points. So yes. <laughs> To get to yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a, a number of uh, low-hanging fruit items and a number of high-hanging fruit items, such as the uh, FSD, uh, is in the uh, in the listing. So, oh, yeah. that's good. Um, I, I think that was something that they obviously they felt uh, the uh, the original uh, referral program was a little bit too rich uh, for what they were offering, or maybe a little heavy on supercharger uh, use. And uh, they thought, uh, let's let's back that out. But now they've decided that uh, let's bring it back and bring a, another level of prizes into it so people can pick and choose uh, based on, uh, you know, just one referral that they get or multiple referrals that they get. So yeah, if you I bought a loaded performance car and then don't travel anywhere for the, you need superchargers, it's, they yeah. still want to give you some incentive there. <laughs> yeah, the, the the old referral program was crazy, where people could get two roadsters. That that that, that was nuts. It, it should have never. It, it shouldn't have gone more than half off of one roadster. That should have been the cap. That way, they're still getting revenue for the car, and uh, still giving something of value to the referee. But yeah, it was crazy. Yep, uh, it certainly was. But of course, that was part of the advertising budget, wasn't it? Uh, because the people that won those roadsters seem to be pretty well all YouTube influencers. Uh, so uh, anybody that gets that car is definitely going to be putting it on the YouTube channel. And that's all free ad revenue for free ad uh, publicity for them. So mm -hmm. another piece of information was, of course, coming from the drone army. And someone cornered a Model 3 Highland edition. And... Uh, <laughs> was hovering right over it filming video 4k video the guy opened the door it's almost like the thing buzzed inside but uh it was uh it's amazing that uh, these drones are everywhere there there's not a surprise there they're they're buzzing the skies and what was interesting is the drone was able to pick out uh when the person put the car into drive they noticed that uh he didn't reach for a stock uh, to change the mm -hmm. gear from park to drive. Uh, there was no stock. Uh, so speculation is that, of course, the stocks may be gone in the Highland version, uh, save themselves a part uh, and uh, a cost. Uh, but that's not confirmed. They put it in reverse, they swiped the screen, and then the car went backwards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's certainly not a confirmed item, but it's looking that way. Uh, why would they have that in a prototype if that wasn't going to be the software that would be used because you'd be testing something that didn't exist uh, in the new car. So I don't know. It's uh, I, I'd be willing to bet that uh, it's going to lose the stock. 
Hopefully they also put the airbag button for the horn back. Uh, Yeah. I, I had had more opportunity while I was at Tesla on on uh, Monday uh, to again practice palming the the right side of the wheel to make it beep, and it was inside the showroom, and so somebody had the foresight to uh, make it do the alternative horn while in park, <laughs> and, and and so instead of beeping, it said, "I never." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I did not know that was an option. Yeah, so I just went like this. And just, I never. I never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So are you saying, Casey, that the horn has been fixed to a, a No, I'm saying that uh, if they're going to increase the volume beyond 2,000 vehicles a week, uh, it would be prudent to make it. in the center because i mean that's not yeah. like every car but like it's 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 almost every car right especially since and... we left the 90s like it's been kind of a convention to make the middle of the steering apparatus be a beep yep. i agree completely yeah i think it would be a mistake to release it as a button to the model 3 and following the model y uh, because right. there's and, such and high it, it does show power. as a single like touch button it doesn't show as hey you can just mush all of this uh thankfully that part does exist but there's no indication that that's there so mm. yeah and it's still off to the right of where you would expect it because another bit of news about project highland is that fremont factory has applied uh for some uh different permits uh to uh deassemble and reassemble uh different um lines uh in the factory one of them being uh under a tent uh that they have uh, a fremont uh obviously still has a number of sprung structures uh where the vehicles are made uh so uh there has been a permit uh, filed with the government that they want to uh, do some reassembling and assembly of the line so that could be project highland starting to uh work uh, or get things lined up uh, for the changes that are required for the new vehicle. Again, speculation, uh, but pretty good speculation based on we see that uh, Shanghai is also talking about the same thing, about removing or uh, updating lines. Uh, mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, that, uh, that would be another place uh, where the Model 3 would change to the Highland variant, most likely. We've always heard that, that Shanghai is typically first, uh, with these changes. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, Project Highland uh, is actually released there first. Another bit of information, uh, Tesla, of course, has, um, they <clears throat> asked on social media for improvements uh, that could be made to the company. And I welcome this wholeheartedly. They should yes. be asking more of these type of questions on the social media uh, platforms all the time. Uh, because it engages their customers and their fans and lets Tesla know what the population is feeling or thinking about when it comes to Tesla vehicles. And not the number one, but I believe it was the number two, was the FSD uh, ability to possibly migrate to another car, some sort of payment scheme or one-time fee or something along that line. But Man, a lot of people were talking about that, and I'm really not surprised because we hear it all the time. Uh, we hear mm -hmm. it on the on the socials about people saying, I want that ability, I, or I'm not buying another car until mine is completely, you know, I'm done with it. Like, I, I don't want to spend another 15000 on the car U.S. Uh, when a new one is purchased because I already have FSD, and 
and I feel it should be able to be transferred over for some sort of fee or something. So yeah, there's a couple yeah. of things worse on the new car for me. Uh, the the radio for life, the uh, FSD is is I have to buy it again, and the charging for life uh, you get up to six years at the moment. But come on now, it's, it's not there's a, there's enough not compelling enough uh, if, without being able to transfer some of that stuff over, even for a transfer fee. Right. So so this is how we got waypoints. Right. Yeah. It was the community demanded it. Repeatedly and, and loudly <laughs> and, <laughs> and asked repeatedly. Yes. Yes. Right. And if it were up to Musk, he made it clear that he would never have done that. He just didn't see it as important. Uh, and yet we have it. So uh, I think the same thing applies here with the FSD transfer and some of the other things. If that's holding you back from upgrading, that's not what they want. They, uh, But if you're willing to pay some reasonable amount so that you're not just, you know, getting something for free for life. That seems reasonable. You, you get something out of it. Until the robotaxi comes out, or two, or or, or one yeah. after the robotaxi comes out, and you keep doing it until then? Come on now. Uh, how many cars? Yeah, I, I think what they need to look at is, is a number of these people gave you a interest-free loan to develop uh, the mm -hmm. uh, software for an awful long time. And uh, some of them have, <clears throat> have uh, even lost their vehicles to accidents or other things that uh, mm -hmm. never even got to use it. Uh, some of them still have the cars and have There's old hardware old. that they yeah. cannot use uh, <laughs> that Tesla has promised that they will allow them to work on that platform. So yeah, why not uh, wait till the thing is fully released and then maybe have some sort of program all the way up into that point that you can transfer it to a newer car until it's fully released. And then you give everybody you know, another two months grace period, and then that's it. That at least that would allow everybody mm -hmm. to experience it. That bought it, that gave you that interest-free loan. I think that uh, I think that completely makes curious. sense. Not not just oh, we, we turned it on your car. And it's yeah, third-rate experience. <laughs> so right. I definitely think Tesla should should consider that uh, as they as they navigate this uh, uh, this request. Well, so if they're asking this question. I hope they're actually willing to listen and do something about it. You can't just ask this to get engagement and then just ignore the results. Right. That's not going to fly for very long. You, th that engagement level is going to drop. People are going to be like, well, we told you clearly what we wanted and you ignored us six months ago. Why should I respond to you now? Why don't you do what I, we told what we asked for then? Yeah. <laughs> right. You're going to get salty remarks like that. <laughs> I'll show you my legacy. <laughs> uh, well, with that, let's... Uh, oh, let's uh, did, did we mention um, uh, about the right-hand drive uh, big cars? No, I don't think we covered that one. No, so that's you, right. If you're in line for an S or X and you're in a right-hand drive country... It's not happening. Uh, you're, you're, you've been offered a, uh, they've fully refunded what you did pay. And uh, they've offered you, for most people, they've offered you a discount on a Model 3, Y, or something in inventory. I saw some people said that they got a discount on um, uh, a left-hand drive, which mm -hmm. I don't know that that works in most of these right-hand drive countries, but I guess maybe some have both. So. Some allow it. It's not illegal to have Allow you to import it. Yeah, but I imagine it's not like UK and Japan, is it? But it, but it might not be the safest vehicle to have <laughs> in that true. situation. 
That's true. Especially trying to make it's gonna be really hard in the drive-throughs. <laughs> I, I, I see that here in Canada, some people import like a, a British MG or something, and it the, the steering wheel is on the other side. So it definitely does happen in some countries. But again, as Patrick mentioned, I don't think it would be the safest solution for the the masses. It's uh, it's something that uh, you need to be a bit of a uh, I don't know. I, you need to be a little bit uh, different uh, to have that vehicle as your main vehicle or to be switching back and forth between cars uh, with that one's on the left and one's on the right. That would be difficult, I think. But uh, this is speaking from someone that's never tried it. But I was actually surprised how easy it was to switch when I went to Ireland. I thought it was, I, I can't, it was a stick shift and I'm going to have to shift with my left hand. I don't know how, and it was a piece of cake. I, I was surprised. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. And Casey's got the photo up showing mm. the mega casting of the new Oh, that's Cybertruck. obviously part of the semi. That's not Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, yeah, who knows what who knows what those bat wings could be? <laughs> uh, very good. Very good. Well, with that, let's uh let's do some shout-outs and uh head out for the evening. Uh, Casey, what do you got going on this coming week? And I'll have a assortment of uh, EV and green living topics to discuss with you all. And uh, then we'll head on out into the week because uh, this news never sleeps. <laughs> Casey kind of got garbled. Uh, give the address oh. again. Yes, it's youtube.com at Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y. G-R-E-E-N. Perfect. Patrick, what do you got going on? Hello. I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at OEVA.org, and I blog occasionally at carswithcords.net. And if you post a comment, I promise not to alter it and then post it. As <laughs> <laughs> do I. That's a solemn promise. <laughs> I might not post it, but I won't alter it before I post it. Right. I might respond and say, you're completely wrong or whatever, but but that, that would be an actual – yeah, that would actually be an actual fair exchange. <laughs> I urge everyone to go to carswithcords.net and put in as many comments as you like. So Patrick <laughs> is not going to touch them. <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. And get together with us next Wednesday where we'll find out what's happening in the Tesla life. Stay positive. Test negative. Thanks, Lee Moon. <laughs>